Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast for Round 9 2021. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who agrees with Dimmer Hardwick that Richmond should not be playing home games at Marvel Stadium. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, g'day, Michael. We've got a lot to get to. Huge show. But, uh, you know, Dimmer and I were cut from the same cloth, wouldn't you say? Like, uh, we're very, very similar men. Hard at it. Uh, have, you know, a few... few you also call your wife Mrs. Hardwick. <laughs> I do. I do. But he, he came out in the weekend and he said he fucking hates going to Marvel Stadium. He doesn't know why Richmond play their home games because the, the crowd wasn't great. Having said that, they were playing GWS. That's the but thing, yeah. You're playing an interstate team. You're not expecting everyone to come. But also, I, I'm, I'm with him though. They shouldn't be playing at Marvel Stadium. What should happen is the AFL should rebuild Waverley, the old VFL park, Knock down the houses, put the stands back up and go, all right, Richmond, you don't want to play at Marvel? You fucking go on to Waverley. <laughs> now, how do you feel about that? Let's see if you get any complaints about that one, Dimmer. All of a sudden, Dimmer's like, no, I reckon, I reckon Marvel works pretty well, I, yeah, reckon. I reckon. Marvel's not bad. What, why does he... Like, I understand Marvel's not that bad. No, I don't think I don't that either. I don't understand why he hates it so much. He, he talked about it being soulless, which we had um, Brad Scott on the pod, the live show, a few weeks ago in the archives, yeah. and he did say you couldn't tell which team was the home team when you go there. I don't really find it that bad. And also, teams are probably getting better with their entertainment and you know giving a thing a colour to make sure you know when they kick a goal, all that kind of jazz. So shut the fuck up, Dimmer. Yeah, I know, and you know, you you got to drive. You can drive in underneath. You're at the bottom of the city. If you if you need to get on the freeway, it's right there. Just because they all fucking swan about Richmond and they don't want to go more than four hundred meters, ah, oh, go fuck yourself. And mate. you'd imagine, well, okay, maybe you're a good test case for this actually, because you mm. don't go to away games, do you? Or very rarely? Uh, no. Very rarely, yeah. So I do wonder the percentage of people who go, no, it's not at the MCG, therefore I'm not going to go. Even though it would have been a home game, so you could get your ticket to get in there. Well, that's the thing. Like, Carlton play a lot of home games at Marvel, and I'm happy to travel there. Like, for me, it's just um, slightly more inconvenient than um, the MCG, but it's not that bad. It's just like a different tram or a different train. I actually would think that it's more convenient for you to go to Marvel. Because I, I was on the same kind of route than you. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's the, the one tram that we get, the old uh, bloody, the 96, the uh, one from East Brunswick into the city, and it goes right to Marvel, which is perfect. But then I have a bus stop out the front of my house, if you want to, if any junk times out there would like to triangulate where I live. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bus stop out the front of my house that goes direct to Clifton Hill Station, and I can jump on that and be at Jollymont in like five minutes. Why don't you catch the tram down to Parliament Station and then catch the Parliament train to Richmond? Thanks for joining us, all our interstate listeners, <laughs> as we talk the Melbourne Metro. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends if the bus is right there. It depends on how, because the bus only comes every like half an hour, which is bullshit. God, the buses in Melbourne suck. They do. They really do, don't they? 
Yeah, they're, they're not like like Sydney. Sydney owned the buses. Their their bus network because you know they didn't. They had trams and then went fuck trams off and then they did. They did and then they're like, what do we what do we replace trams with? And then they go, better put buses on. And then they go, fuck, we should have a tram system. So then they build a tram system. Smart thinkers up in Sydney. I actually just talk, caught the tram the other day. Actually, I did catch the other day. Was it nice, mate? Was it good? Luxurious. Good clean, good clean, seats yeah? seats are a bit smaller than in Melbourne. So we must be a bit, right? we must We're be a bit heftier in Melbourne. <laughs> well, it gets colder down here in winter. Yeah, that's true. So we need that for the uh, for the winter. Maybe months. they build like COVID post COVID trams. And they go, okay, yeah. <laughs> we've done the calculations. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone's exactly. fucking really fat, and their jeans don't fit. Um. So, but Marvel Stadium, like I get, I I can kind of understand it doesn't have the same atmosphere as the MCG, but. When Marvel's rocking and the roof's on and the crowd's going ballistic, it actually um, sounds fucking awesome because it's all contained. Yeah, and then you think about what would look better, um, 18,000 at Marvel or 18,000 at the MCG. Yeah, that's, a, that's another good point. And also, Richmond Steam came home with a head full of steam in the last quarter and it would have sounded great in there as opposed to what it would have sounded like at the MCG. And then on top of that, Richmond play home mm. games, well, away games against Hawthorne, against Collingwood, against uh, yeah. Melbourne, against uh, who else would they? Or they Richmond. So it's Probably the, Carlton. It's the four teams, yeah. So you're fucking playing at, playing at the MCG a lot, mate. Stop, quit your whinging. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Geez, Richmond have gotten arrogant since they've won three of the last four flags. They sound like they're fucking Hawthorne. <laughs> Well, we're not it's doing. So we're not doing much crowing at the minute, I must say. Now, did you watch the? Come on, you gave the the North Melbourne Footy Club their first win of the season down at Launceston. Did you have much hope? Did you actually think you were going to win it? Because you were almost six goals up at one point. I think we gave up a big lead. I only got to see the last five minutes of it, but I did have a feeling on the day that I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, we're going to lose, aren't we?" It was like last year when I yeah. was um doing the hotel quarantino, and uh, it was my birthday. And we were playing the Adelaide Crows, who hadn't won like you know, 0 and 13 or something. And I was like, "Yeah, they're gonna do it, aren't they? <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna beat us." And sure enough, they did. And I was sitting there in a hotel by myself, eating a succulent Chinese meal, uh, just going, <laughs> "Happy birthday to me!" Hip hip, hooray! You make you seem to blame that on quarantine, but I've known you when you've been out of quarantine, and you've had exactly the same kind of birthdays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't be blaming COVID on that shit. I only I only saw the last five minutes. I went corporate on the weekend, Adam. I went corporate. There you go. Typical Michael going for the big bucks, aren't you? You you hate the you hate the little people. You only did two shows at the Sydney Comedy Festival because you knew you had corporate money. Coming into the pocket. Actually, that's a really good point. Thank you for all the people who came along. And also, thank you to the junk timers that came along as well. Um, oh, fantastic. Yeah, a few Thanks junk timers support. there. So, very, very kind of you to come along. Um, Great. But I um, I did a comedy debate at the uh, oh, yeah. at the chairman's lunch uh, for Sydney Collingwood. Um, and oh, so in, you went in the SCG? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they've got a very, a very nice area. Uh, and so, it was organised by Adam Spencer. Uh, who is a Swans ambassador. And then there was uh, Tommy Dean, comedian, great comedian, who's yep. a, a Swans ambassador as well. And also uh, from America, and so has fallen in love with the game over the, you know 20 years or so. And then actor Rob Carlton, um, who's a Swans ambassador oh, cool. as well. He came along as well. Yep. And there was a barrister who did it as well, whose name escapes me right now. But it made me realise... Mm. Because there weren't many Collingwood fans, and there, well, Collingwood people, and there weren't many Collingwood fans, which made me think, oh, okay, it's because... Sydney was 
technically a mild spot. Not a hot spot, but a mild spot of COVID. Yeah. And so, obviously, you don't want to fly up here and then you can't get back, you know, yeah. if it kicked off. Um, but there were a handful of Collingwood, um, uh, like the president was there. And one of the board members, maybe a few Mark of the Corder. board members. Yeah. The Mark Corder was he there. He was there. Unbelievable. Fuck, man. Unbelievable. Oh, man. You rest. Wow. You, did you meet it him? It was a, a kind of a president in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did have a quick chat to Tom Harley. He's the CEO now. I didn't know that. I thought he was football manager, but he must have got the um, the promotion. But um, fuck, man. He could go again tomorrow. Like, he look. He's in good nick, isn't dude, he? Dude, he's so fucking sharp. Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. mate, get in the office more. You're working out too much. Yeah, um, so what was the debate about? Uh, it was the uh, the man on the mark, the standing on the mark rule mm. is the greatest piece of law reform in the history of law reform. And did you argue for I was or affirmative. against this? I was affirmative. But it was, actually, yeah. it was actually one of the better debates I've actually done, like in terms of like, you know, there was a good vibe, good crowd. Because I can find sometimes debates can be a bit... Um, and then also when people try to actually debate the topic, and I'm like, oh, no, when they get no, real about no, it, fuck you off, find mate. a fucking flimsy link, and then you go yeah. into stand up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you're one of those, are oh, you? Oh yeah, fuck man. I mean, there was a bit of stuff I talked about that you kind of can't do a stand up, but then um, at, at the end of the day, it's just I have I found a bunch of dumb quotes that footballers said, and I was like, sick, I'm gonna do that. What happens? Yeah, Shame perfect. Fucking now, smashes now, did it. You did you suit up for this? Is this a no? It was smart affair? casual, so uh, which is Ooh. good for me because wow, very very relaxed in in Sydney. Well, like in Melbourne, you've got to be suit and tie for president's lunch. Well, that's the thing. So I'm very glad it was smart casual. By the fact, I don't know the condition. Of, I think I've got a black suit and I've got a grey suit. I'm not sure of their condition. They haven't got to run for a fair while, um, mm-hmm. so I'm a bit terrified of what I might do if I'm going to try to put them on, um, and then. Might they be a bit uh, snug? They might be a bit snug, but also they're probably they're probably bought in like 2004 and 2008. So oh, for those court cases, I go in. <laughs> <laughs> you you were the you were the Craig McLaughlin of your time. No, 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 no. You don't wear that kind of outfit. <laughs> what you do? You go with the uh, you go with the uh, the the, lo- the Looney Tunes sleeves. <laughs> yeah, nice. Looney Tunes uh, tie and come about. I genuinely saw a bloke walk out of court years ago when that was all the fashion and literally walking yeah. out of court and he had the Looney Tunes shirt on. And I'm like, you are fucking kidding me. You've gone into court in your <laughs> Looney Tunes outfit. No, but how could he have assaulted all those people <laughs> when he's such a fucking fun-loving guy? Like it's got fog, foghorn leghorn right on oh, your right breast. Dude. Um, but yeah, so it was a nice day. And um, uh, you know what I found funny? I'd never really thought about this before. But the uh, Swans chairman got up and he, you know, um, told... And you know, one thing, actually, you could smell the money in that room. You could smell the right? money of the Collingwood and the yeah, Sydney people. Okay. You just go, so oh. you would have you would have fitted right in. <laughs> you would have talked. You would have said, "Oh, I went to a private school boys, well, uh, private boys school in Melbourne." Well, that's the thing, actually, because I had a mate in the stands, and uh, and he sent me like his location, and so I kind of went up to um, a couple of the uh, 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 what do you call them uh, staff, and just yeah. said because I couldn't work out where to go to get there, and they yeah, were like, okay. "Oh, they're like, oh no, 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 that's the members. Like you can't get in there," and I was like. <coughs> um, I think you're fine. <laughs> How dare you? And I can't. But um, but I was like, yeah. I, I did say my daddy's lawyer was going to sue them. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I said, um, I think you're fine. 
I went to a private school. And he's like, yeah, fucking yeah. everyone here did, mate. Okay, fuck off. Um, but then um, I found it funny. Did you stick around for the game? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. One of the thi- I mean, you might find this as well. Like, I find with these events, you want to do well enough that you can hang oh. around for the game. Yeah, absolutely you Because do. you get the nice seats and you get the free food and booze. And you kind of want to do well enough that you kind of can actually walk around and not have your head on, like, looking down at the ground, hoping no one recognises you. Yeah, yeah. You want to go so well that you can make eye contact yeah. with people. Yeah, and people might chat to you and you can make yeah. a few new friends and stuff like that. And so that's mainly yeah. the main ambition of when you do these gigs, right? Okay? Um, it's, it's not for our love of comedy. <laughs> it's that we can actually no. drink the wine and <laughs> eat the food. I, I think I've told this uh, thing before. A mate of mine worked at uh, the Kangaroos and Carlton were playing the Kangas and he said, can you do uh, a gig for me? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no worries. And he said, you know, how how much do you normally charge? And I said, oh, I said an amount. And he's like, oh, fuck, you know, we haven't got that. And I was like, oh, well, that's what I got paid for doing the Melbourne one. He's like, we don't have that, but I can give you some seats if you want to bring some mates along to the president's lunch yep. or function. Uh, it was a nighttime game at Marvel on the Friday night. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I bring uh, friends of the show, uh, Dave Hughes and Ben Lomas along, fellow Carlton supporters. And so we're sitting on the table and it oh, was Lee yeah. Tudor, oh, no, this one. I yeah, believe, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who was uh, doing the night. And he went up there fuck. and he goes, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got some comedy coming up for you now uh, from Spix and... S- no, he said, uh, Dave Hughes is here. But uh, he's not getting up. No. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. No. And then he goes, uh, from Spicks and Specs, it's Adam Paws Rosenbachs. No. And everyone's like, fucking who? No. And then not only that, was it, it was in one of the rooms. If you've ever been to the rooms at uh, Marvel, they're kind of long. And they're kind of uh, dog-legged, aren't they, in a way? Oh, this this one wasn't dog-legged, but you're playing left and you're playing right. Yep. Like, because the room's really shallow, but yep, they're sure. long. And you set up in the middle. So you're kind of looking left and right. And I wasn't, like, they didn't have the camera pointed at me. So the people couldn't even see me on the screen. So I had to, like, shuffle over Dude. to the right of the stage because to be on, on camera. Dude. And that, that was a tough start. That was, that was yeah. a tough start. I would have taken the, I would have taken the, um, I would have taken, like, no, nah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone. Like, I was like, nah, money or nothing. Like, no, I'm not like have nah, to put, I, like match the price, but like maybe reduce it a bit. But I was like, I don't, I don't want to just, I don't, I can have dinner at home with two friends. No, nah, but see, I, I'm a man of the people, mate. I wanted my friends to come along to the. Oh yeah, sure. And and, and Dave's fucking uh, doesn't really get many invites <laughs> to fucking Carlton functions, <laughs> hey? Yeah. Um. But yeah. So what I found funny though was that and it never really dawned on me, but the the Swans chairman got up and he made a few jokes about you know the crime rate goes up in Sydney when we play Collingwood and um he right. had a joke about you know there are ten thousand cars in the car park by the end of the night there'll be three thousand <laughs> yeah it's all good stuff and it is good I didn't uh, and then a couple of the other dudes had a couple of jokes about thing I think I think uh, I I had a, have a, a, a semi reliably old faithful uh, ladies and gentlemen. And Collingwood supporters, so you get a bit of something for that, you know, you know. Great. Yeah. Um, but I, I just realised, like, these people go to functions, like, you know, every week or so, and yeah. home games it wouldn't be as bad, but away games, and just be like, they are hearing the same parole jokes <laughs> every single <laughs> yeah. time, and they got to sit there and be like, oh yeah, gotcha. I've yeah, I've, I've never on. heard that one before. Like, it'd be fucking yeah, so yeah. painful. But you do it for the free chicken or fish. And the awesome one too is like they um. The Adam did say, like, you know, um, you know, let's not go too hard on the pies, you know. And I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah. fair enough, you know, obviously. But it's like the one, the one time of like you could 
go so fucking hard on the bikes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have really <laughs> But you want to keep it in the spirit of the day and all that kind of stuff and keep yeah. it ni- nice and breezy and all that kind of jazz. How long did you have to do? Four minutes? Yeah, yeah. Um, and did you do did you do that, what, three minutes with the round of applause? No, I think I went in about three and a half or so. It's always better to come under yeah. in these things. Because you, know, no, you know people are going to blow out with their, with their thing, you know? Yeah, and the people just want to talk to their mates. They do. They're there yeah. with you. are kind of a side, you're sort of a bit of a side Yeah. They just want to move on. But anyway, we're forgetting the oh, fact sure. that Hawthorne <laughs> lost to North Melbourne. Let's get back to that. That's really enjoyable. Should Clark coach out the season or is it time to bring in Sam Mitchell? Question without Well, notes. obviously, yeah. Question, um, uh, Jeff was talking about during the week saying Sam will coach at some stage, but he made me... My mail... My mail oh, is that mail. my mail, and I've said this before on the pod. There's or, there's already a agreement that you know Sam will be the one after Clarko. It just depends on when that time comes. Yes, yeah. and then whether they agree to it being at the end because Clarko's um, contracted till the end of next year. And then also, I reckon there's a thing of uh, maybe a, a thing in the back of Hawthorne's head where they go, "We don't want a club to come in and swoop." Sam Mitchell. So if coaches go at the yeah. end of this year or maybe mid-year, we don't want people to come in and get him. But I, I have a feeling actually, and I'm speaking for Sam Mitchell here, I think mm. I think he's aware enough that, you know, you kind of need a bit of grounding as an assistant before you jump into the main coach. I think he'd be very, Mate, you, very careful. We've very always careful. said you've got to coach a You've got to coach a team in your own right. We've always said that on this show. We're very strong on that, actually. And and yeah. uh, and trademark us, by the way. Um, yeah. But I feel like he's not the kind of guy who would be like, I just want to, ru- I'll, I'll rush into it. Like I feel like he might be more measured, and and it's not like he's short of cash. And if he turns out to be a good assistant, like his name's going to be out there for the next four or five jobs. Like you know, he'll he'll be yeah, out. You he'll be out so. to snag one eventually, don't you think? You know what, the bits of vision I've actually seen of Sam Mitchell, I have really enjoyed. No, you're right. Um, he's, been, he's been surprising. Like, he'll go down to the players at quarter time and be like, you haven't done the injection kind of move yet on when you're playing Essendon. So little things like that that he tells the players how to be just a shit bloke. Well, he dragged, properly. He dragged a player at Box Hill. Last week, because um, he refused to drive his knee into the thigh as he was, <laughs> as he was not tackling, kind of shepherding. Yeah. So little things like that, that you just go, just a couple more years crafting those things of getting the messages through to players. He told a player, he gave him an absolute bake because that player apparently um, has a lot of mates around the club. And he's like, nah, <laughs> he <laughs> no, can't mate, do that, mate. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> he even said to one player, I know you're captain now, but if you're really shit bloke, you'd have that taken <laughs> off you and given to a much better bloke that everyone would rather have a deal with. <laughs> so there's little things like that, that he's learning, you know. Hey, um, can we give a shout out to a friend of the show? Yeah, let's do it. Absolute legend. Our friend of the show, Craig Coombs, who's famous for his um, mm. uh, draft previews each year. He's been a massive supporter of the show over like, geez, five years now? Six years? Jeez. Yeah, five, six years, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, he's just doing a little bit tough at the moment, junk timers. And We know he's been doing it tough and his um, wife and son are doing a bit tough. So we thought maybe if you want to give them a, a shout out on the social media to Coombsy, just kind of, you know, yeah. give him a little bit of a pat on the back. Um, yeah, he would love that. On Twitter, he's Big Coombsy, so B-I-G, and then Coombsy, um, C-O-O-M-B-E-S-Y. So give him a shout out there. And also on Instagram, where he's also active, uh, Papa Craig Coombsy. So P-A-P-A, <laughs> <laughs> Craig, C-R-A-I-G, Coombsy, um, C-O-O-M. M B E S Y. So give him a little 
pat on the back and um, just wish him well for us if that's okay. Yeah, and if you are listening in, Coombsy, we do hope you, um, you know, we hope this helps a little bit and just, uh, you know, hope you're feeling okay, mate. We're thinking of Yeah, you. sweet dude. Um, yeah. Do you know what might perk Coombsy up? Yeah. The magpie button. Oh, mate, who, who wouldn't that... Who wouldn't that excite? Who, if you, if you're at home, this is what it's probably something that they should take to hospitals. You know, when people are just not feeling great, they come in. So explain the button, and people, you're going to go, oh yeah, of course they should do this. They should, this should be in every hospital. Okay, okay. So we got this from Peter. Thank you very much, Peter. It's very kind of you. So this, I think, was sent to Collingwood members, and I th- it may have even been sent to like upper echelon Collingwood members. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. He says, uh, hello, uh, I'm not sure if any other Collingwood members are listeners to your fine podcast, so I thought I should send through these details of the great office. Sorry, that wasn't a humble brag, by the way. I'm just kind of reading this for the first time. Yep. Um, this great offer from the pies of a magpie button. For a mere $49, discounted from 99 Unbelievable discount. That, uh, that would almost make you, if you weren't a Collingwood supporter, and you, even if you didn't barrack for him, I'm thinking of signing up to be a Collingwood supporter because this button is so fucking great. And you begin, you think to yourself as well, like, how come it's gone from 99 to 49? That must mean yeah. that it's it's so awesome. They want to give it to yeah. us cheaper. Oh, absolutely. They just know that people are going to want them that much. Collingwood, Collingwood, they Collingwood, they're losing money on it. They're like, we need to get this yeah, to the people right now. Get it out, yeah. Take 50 bucks off it. Um, you can receive something that allows you to listen to sound bites from Brian Taylor. What a bargain. Now... Read that last sentence again. What does this button do? Uh, you can receive something that allows you to listen to sound bites from Brian Taylor. Now, how good is that? Who doesn't want more Brian Taylor in their life? So basically, what you do is it's a button that you can uh, like stick to the fridge. Mm. I guess it's like you know those bobbleheads that you hit on the head and it has a, a thing. You know, it'd be like I think I've got a Billy Brownless bobblehead here at home, and it goes. You hit it on the head, it goes. Don't touch a man's wallet. <laughs> yeah, you hit it on the head and it says like, Fuffy! Yeah, that, that kind of thing. So that kind of random stuff you get from Billy Brownless that you don't often hear. Oh, mate, it's crazy. It's crazy. Just little tidbits. But so this button, so you could be in the kitchen and you're just about to, you know, go into the fridge and you go, oh, fuck, I might hit this button. And then you hit it and you just hear, just sold some foot candy. And you're like, fucking hell, day made. What? I don't even need to go to work today. I mean, he's waving his hand like a big... Oh, anyway, I won't do that. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so, okay, what is the magpie button, okay? Mm. Uh, the magpie button, powered by Fanzio, is a world-first fan innovation, bringing members of the magpie army closer to the club. Mm, much closer. This device puts Collingwood at your fingertips anytime you want. Anytime you want, like you could easily, you could go to the internet, you could jump on your phone, you could do anything you wanted, but this gets you much closer to Collingwood than you've ever been before. <laughs> what? Do- it's powered by Fanzio too. Oh my God, Fanzio. I know, I, I, I saw the word Fanzio, I was like, what the fuck? They got Fanzio on board. Uh, I can't believe, like, I can't believe it's only $49 and Fanzio are doing it. <laughs> uh, what does it do? Okay. <laughs> The magnet, magnetic smart button speaker, a magnet, Ooh. magnetic smart button speaker. The mate, what what are you so confused about? It's a magnetic <laughs> smart button speaker. How it's just I know, I've just it's powered by Fanzio and it's a magnetic smart button. I've just never seen those speaker. five words written in the in the same sentence. So I'm yeah. freaking out, <laughs> freaking out. What could it be? Uh, it says the the magpie button has sound bites from your favourite magpies, Howie, mm. Brian Taylor, and twenty yep. mystery magpies. 
Oh, yeah, 20, 20 mystery magpies <laughs> that, we, that we just made up. <laughs> we haven't signed yet. Yeah. Uh, g'day, I'm Jordan Degoey. What are you doing at the fridge? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Jordan Degoey. Oh, g'day, I'm uh, Brayden Maynard. What are you also uh, doing back at the fridge? <laughs> I mean, he says he's Dane Swan, but he has a Venezuelan accent. Yeah. Uh, uh, g'day, mate. It's Mason Cox. What are you... Uh, doing at the uh, fridge uh, through the power of bluetooth oh my god oh wow i, I mean hell, have they have they harnessed the power of bluetooth um, <laughs> this is dangerous i think fancio is playing with some fucking trouble here fucking hell is this is this 5g because <laughs> this this thing's got power to give you fucking coronavirus this button will also unlock exclusive experiences content and rewards via the collingwood app God, I'd love to know, uh, you know how vague that is? It also unlocks exclusive experiences. I want to know what sort of, like, if you had, say, uh, the Collingwood backline singing the chorus line from what, what's, a really nice, uh, what's a really nice musical that you would have them singing. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? This is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart... What? Now, what's this from? <laughs> Les Mis. Is this Les Mis? Yeah. I knew, I knew you were going to go down Les Mis. But if you had Richmond... Uh, sorry, Collingwood's backline singing that. Now, that's an exclusive experience. You're not going to get that anywhere no, else. No, you're right. And that is something that Fanzio could mm. do. I mean, Fanzio, yeah. I mean, they're... they're mm. I don't know if you guys know this, but it's, it kind of goes like um, uh, number three, Apple. Mm. Number two, yeah. Amazon. Number one, Fanzio. <laughs> Fanzio. How do I buy it, Michael? Well, that's the thing. Okay, so we worked out. You get you get sound bites, I suppose. And there is a picture, okay? There is a picture. Oh. Okay. Yeah, with the little bubble. I only just saw yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So there are two, okay? There's one up the top, and it says uh, the guy pushes it, and it's Nathan Buckley saying, yep. get behind the pies this weekend. Love it. And also pies, which should be with a capital P. Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed by that uh, one, but I'll, I'll let it go. I mean, that's kind of... Fanzio's not good at... That's the kind of dot near, dot near tears and crossing your eyes. Wait, the other way around. Yeah. They're like Spectrum Fanzio. They should be on that. A lot of peas. Oh, so someone at, um, you know, Fanzio Inc. got sacked from that. Um, okay, so, okay. So I think you... you but the next one, push, the next one's fun. Yeah, you push a button and it gets a, yeah. a quote from a player, right? Yeah. And so the next one, uh, it's like a sound... Uh, what do you call it? Um, a word bubble? Talk bubble. Talk bubble. Um, and it says, it's Sidey. Get me out of this thing. <laughs> Classic. This is like Sidey is in the button. Classic side bottom. I tell you I what. I fucking see Fanzio oh sees God. a funny side too. You don't get this kind of laughter out of Amazon. No. I don't see I don't see Tim Cook at Apple cracking gags like no, this. No, no. I don't, I don't see, you know, you talk to Alexa or whatever, and it's like, you know, Jeff Bezos yeah, kind of, you know, jokes. doing a little cameo every now and then. Going, oh, I'm Jeff Bezos. Get me out of this thing. So, and it says that uh, we know fans are demanding new and innovative ways to connect with Collingwood and the people inside the Holden Centre. So you would feel like you're standing there and you're like, mate, Sidey just said, get me out of this thing, but he was saying it to me. I feel like Sidey might have mm. maybe signed a contract <laughs> and he's also kind of going, it's like a message of help. And he's like, it's Sidey, get me out of this thing. <laughs> And it's a pilot too. So if this goes well, Collingwood supporters, if you get on board with $49, I mean, fuck, you're not going to get... I mean, sure, you can get a Google Home for that and it'll tell you what the weather's going to be and how long it'll take you to get to work. But does it say to you, it's sidey, 
get me out of this thing. No, it doesn't. Your Google Home won't do that. Okay, so what I can gather mm. um, is that it seems to be a way to encourage you to buy things. Oh, Mike, so I, this is cynical. I go to the Fanzio website and they yep. have stuff um, with the, uh, what do you call them, um, Patriots. It's merch. Yeah, and it's a bit kind of like, I think it's a bit kind of, hey, 20% off, you know, Collingwood jumpers this week. Or... Oh, you reckon it's got a marketing element to oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Like, it seems to be like it's a way to kind of, you know, they put in a bit of content. And so it's like, gotcha. you know, Nathan Buckley saying, you know, get behind the pies this week. But then it's also like, hey, if you want a cheap deal to get to the footy this week or do you want to, you know, buy this thing? I hear that you. seems so to be the it's main got ads in it. And I mean, I mean, I'm I'm the last one. To, mm. I'm the last one on this fucking earth to suggest that Fanzio would be cynical. Okay, I mean that that's no, no, not no, that's I, not I the Fanzio I know and you know. No, that's not the Fanzio ethos. And it seems to be kind of a way to kind of encourage people to sign up and buy things and you know um, uh, promote things and then also promote your sponsors as well. So yeah, it could right. be like, hey, get you know ten percent off your petrol this week or whatever. Yeah, or your little button that says, "Hey, it's Adam Trelaw here. I just left the club." <laughs> and you're like, "Fucking!" <laughs> or you press the button, it goes, "It's fucking Trade Radio's fault." Get out! You're like, "Whoa, this button knows everything." Get out! I'm Ned Guy. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> get out! It's Eddie McGuire here. What a proud and historic day. You go, what? Fucking this button does everything. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's what it seems to be. I think it's like a little bit of thing in your house that will say every now and then, hey, you reckon, I reckon you should buy some new Collingwood socks. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm disappointed that this is just Collingwood alone. Like, as a Carlton supporter, I want a button. I would love to hear what Eddie Betts has to say. I'd love to hear what David Teague has to say because you saw his press conference during the week. He knows what's going on down at that club. Well, that's so. the thing, yeah, and he apologised yesterday, didn't he? Apologised and say like, he kind of didn't handle it too well. But then also... Well, because they said to him, apparently Patrick Cripps has a broken back or had a broken back. What do you know about that? And he's like, oh, I don't know anything about it. You know, the medicos take care. It's like, don't fucking, don't lie. Everyone knows you know. Oh, what? Our skipper had a broken back and you didn't tell me. Why would they come to the coach and tell them that though? Adam, you got to think about that. Like, why would they tell the no, coach about true. their best player? With a, yeah, keep it quiet. And can you also like... Can we just fucking admire for a second, like, the dude's <laughs> got a, what, fractured back? Whatever that may mean. Yes. And he's fucking just getting a jab and playing. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Don't do it, Cripper. Don't do it. You know what? I actually think, and I reckon people don't really watch press conferences that much, right? You might get a soundbite here and there. They never broadcast them after the games. But I think what they should do is there's like a five-minute period. So the, the journos have their crack. And then... Someone, like a nominated person, not from the club because they'll protect it, who goes on to Twitter or who's in like a WhatsApp group, who reads out the questions from fans verbatim, unfiltered, I'm tuning into that press conference. When you go, what the fuck were you thinking picking blah? And then the coach has to answer that. Well, that's actually a very good question. I was just listening to um, Hutchie and Purple's podcast on the way home. Mm. Sounding board. Sounding board. And they were talking about the Magic, was it Magic Weekend or whatever in Queensland where they play all the NRL oh, games? Ma- magic Round. Yeah, they play all the games in Queensland, in Brisbane. Yeah. And um, they talked about Wayne Bennett. Uh, they were going to do a press conference in front of the fans. Yep. And then fans were going to ask questions. Now, I think what they worked out in the end was that they weren't going to get on the mic and ask the question. They were going to be pre 
screened. Yeah. See, see, I don't want questions. that. I don't want screened. Yeah. I want un- unfettered access to the coach where you just go, you're a fucking dickhead. Why is this person playing in the twos? Why didn't you pick him? Like all the questions that you'd ask as an angry supporter. You're like, how's he still getting a game? Yeah, sure, what the fuck's sure. going on? Yeah, and so why, why is Levi Casbold out there? What's Mark Murphy doing? Wayne Bennett didn't want to do that. Um, and you know, he's he's kind of. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah, I mean, but he kind of, you know, he's, he's been around too Mick Malthouse, you know, all around again. Like, you know, he can't be bothered yeah. with that shit. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, find, I find it interesting, like the way that we can kind of incorporate fans. I actually don't mind the idea that they're pre-screen questions. But at the same time, no, you, you can't you, you can't give the fan a mic. It's like in um, stand up. Um, have you ever given an audience member the mic? Never. Yeah. Why would I yeah, do that? Yeah. Like that's what you like. Some people fuck up and do. You know. Yeah. Um, like I remember in Queensland, uh, it, it, it was surprising, but I was on the Gold Coast uh-huh, years and years uh-huh. ago, and there was a particularly drunk lady who decided to climb up on stage and kind of started kind of rolling around on it, and um, and uh, she went by the name of Testicle. Uh, oh, okay. I suspect it wasn't her real name, <laughs> uh, but she happily derailed a show for an hour and a half. But I am happy to say uh, she is now my wife, <laughs> <laughs> and we hope to have many little testicles. Well, that is good. All happening at the Gold Coast Suns, Michael. We're celebrating uh, 10 years of the Gold Coast Suns. And what a decade it has been. Uh, it's been a roller coaster. Well, you know one of those roller coasters that just fucking just plummets downwards? Yeah. And never kind of... <laughs> Like goes up for like a half thing, and then just keeps going down and down, and you're going fuck. This is one of those weird roller coasters. I know. I know how much money they throw at that roller coaster. They can never get it right. <laughs> but uh, it's good to see Guy McKenna back at the club. That is very nice to see. Uh, he's come back. Uh, kind of, they've opened their arms. They have. And he's come back. Their arms around him. They've got around him. And I think it's quite nice that they brought him back to pick, help pick, the uh, mm. Gold Coast Suns, a team of the decade. Now, can you imagine the excitement? So there's that one guy who paints like team of the centuries and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, is it imagine Jamie Cooper? Him the call I, think, and I think it's Jamie Cooper. Yeah, they go, hey, Coops. He goes, what is it, mate? I think I've done them all. They go, no, 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 no. We've got a new one. And he goes, oh, what is it? They go, a Gold Coast team of the decade. <laughs> you know what he should do too is paint the players but in their current <laughs> jumpers. <laughs> So we've counted, there's 12 players out of the 22 <laughs> that are at different clubs or basically went through different yeah, clubs. Yeah, on the way out, yeah. And this is like how, this is how desperate the team got. But dude, no, like no but, 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 in a but have you noticed this though? Like, okay, mm. most teams are like tw- uh, 22 people. This Gold Coast team of the decade, it's only got 14 people listed. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, we can't put them in the team of the decade. Yeah. So Harley Bunnell even gets a run. I mean, you know, he—I mean, he probably did play his best footy there, but it wasn't—you uh, know—he wasn't there that long. Yeah, sure, and it didn't end in glory. Yeah. So no, Kate Collard Jasney's in there. Like it's pretty it's running pretty low. Brandon Matera gets a bit of a Guernsey. Ablett's the captain. Um, oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? The man who who was desperate to get there and then desperate to get out. I was looking at this particular article earlier today. I think I think there's a couple of players that maybe played like 40 games or so. Okay. Um, so, yeah, no, it's a hell of a job. I mean, and also, I mean, I do uh, – who were the judges, though? Alistair Lynch, there was Robbo, uh, Jared Harbrow, uh, Guy McKenna. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, how tough would that be? I mean, to get – to pick 22 Gold Coast 
legends. Like, how do you, yeah. how do you, how do you, how do you put that together? Like, how do you, well, how, well, you know, you, you got to leave people out, obviously. <laughs> like Campbell Brown. Oh, how's he not? Carmichael Hunt. <laughs> Nathan Bock. How's Nathan Bock not in there? <laughs> Some of the greats of the club. Here we go. Sam Collins, 28 games. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. So you're in the team of the decade. I'm actually surprised yeah. they didn't put Matt Rowell in. You would have thought, actually, maybe he might have go go. I was just about to say that. Right, just put Rowley in there. What's he, he's played five Something games, and like you that. go, but they're five fucking better than half the people in For here. For sure, he's got more Brownlow votes than, like, you know, you got 20 of the people there. <laughs> like, yeah. I actually generally thought he would have been a, would have been a shot. Because sometimes they put a player in as well who, if they're a current-day player, they go, mm, we reckon they're going to be a great. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. A little bit like um, Steve Silvani getting fullback of the century, which was very funny. You're a fucking idiot, mate. How dare, how dare, that's offensive. <laughs> I'm done with you. Hey, can we talk quickly about our merchant patron, Adam? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, talk about Big Cartel, our stubby holders. Still going strong. Yes. Don't forget, it is winter time, so you need to keep those, keep, need to keep your hands warm while keeping the stubbies cold, and you can go to junktime.bigcartel.com, and there's a whole range of stubby holders. Fuck, we haven't talked about them for ages, no. but there's... Some of the greats are still available. The footbridge. Um, are you chipping out? That's a fl- that's a blast from the past. Um, yeah. Uh, we don't have a chicken salt one, do we? No, we don't have a chicken salt stubby holder. Really Interesting we, don't, call. we don't have a chicken salt one, yeah. I don't believe, though, I think one of the greatest sellers was beer without notice. I think that uh, sold a lot. But I'd like to – we need a behind-the-goals vision one as well. Have you checked the behind-the-goals vision? That's actually a really good point. Yeah, yeah, that's a really yeah. good one. Or, like, one that says, you know, I work for the AFL Black Ops Integrity <laughs> Unit. <laughs> so maybe we'll do another run. But anyway, check out the ones that we've got at the moment, Junk Timers. Uh, go to junktime.bigcartel.com. Get yourself stubby holder for the winter. Uh, we've got bad news for all the um, junk timers out there, unfortunately. Um, what do we got? Saturday afternoon football is kaput. It's dead. Fuck, yeah. I was, I'm going to the game. I was going to go to the game no, on Saturday no, between I'm Carlton p- and Hawthorne. I'm pretty certain it's been cancelled, actually. I think every Saturday afternoon game has been cancelled all around the country for the rest of the year. Um, the grand final has to move. has to move to a Sunday. Shit, was it? Uh, it's because Eddie Maguire... Um, said that... Sa- that Collingwood supporter. Yeah, that Collingwood supporter, that, the game show host. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he said that Saturday afternoons were kaput. Kaput? Kaput. Is that, what's that, is that German? It's actually a really good question. I actually reckon it might have a bit of German in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like we shouldn't, I shouldn't Google that and look that up now. I feel like that's a bit, a bit of a bridge too far for, like, our, uh, our intellect to find out the German background of that word. Okay. Oh, do you uh, want to do it? Okay, go for it. Yeah, I just, I just, no, sorry, I just meant it's like a bit weird for a football podcast to go down a, a, a rabbit hole of trying to work out the origins <laughs> of the word kaput. That's what I meant yeah, to say. No, that, that's, yeah, no, I hear you. German speakers adopted kapot but respelled it kaput and used it only for losers. Oh, interesting. Gotcha. So a lot of your family would have been taunted with that word back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> uh, but he hoped to see more blockbusters uh, put in that slot. Um, but he says uh, clubs don't want to play it. People don't want to go because people are either watching it at home, uh, they've had school footy in the morning, and people love to watch their footy. They do love so it. So his logic is that people people, love it. people aren't going to the games because they love to watch mm. their footy. But surely if you're they at do. the game, you're watching the footy. Yeah, you're loving to watch the footy. But you can't love it when you're there. <laughs> but you love it at home when you're, when you're not there. 
And also, um, I reckon, I reckon clubs would want to play Saturday afternoon. Like, I, obviously, Friday night is the one you want to play, so you got your weekend to yourself. But I reckon the next best would be, you know, probably not the one ten. The one ten's a weird game. Yeah, I don't mind a one ten on a Sunday. Because you kind yeah, of one ten on a Sunday is not because you kind of finish the game and then you kind of go to get prepared for work or whatever the next day or do a few chores before the working week yeah. begins. You have a bit more time. Um, yeah. Bear in mind that's an hour, but like you know, I get a lot done in an hour. Um, no, I know you do. But he, uh, I feel like they want the Friday. I feel like they want Thursday. I reckon, and I reckon you probably want Saturday night in terms of the t- TV ratings. Yeah. Um, but then he made a very good point. And also, at the same time, I must say, they say crowds are down, but they're being a bit tricky with those numbers by the fact, you know, not everywhere's a full stadium. No, absolutely. Yeah, and also... I think the crowds have actually been pretty good. Like, people have been getting back out to support. Um, live live sport, live comedy, the arts. Like, I think they, they had about 31,000 at the, at the game I saw on the weekend, but I think that was pretty much yeah. up to the limit of what they could have had. I think what would yeah, okay. SCG be about 42, 43, do you reckon? 45? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Um, and so he has the line here, and I can tell you back in the day, mm. not that long ago when I first became president, yeah, the good thing is he doesn't want to involve anyone else in this story. That's what I like about it. Uh, and uh, the president, who said to the AFL from North Melbourne and Eston, they said oh. they would sue them if they put them on a Friday night. Mm. Now, <clears throat> okay, the logic. I, re- I remember. I remember this big time when North said North, the powerhouse of the AFL North came out and said, "We'll we will fucking sue you," even though. We started. That's the night thing. Football. They started Friday Night Football, and you also. But then they started to hate it. Clearly, Eddie knows they started to hate and it. And then also in that period, like they were Friday Night Football. They had you know yeah. Carey, everyone running around. They were like the juggernaut that was. It seemed to be like they were on Friday night every week. And so, mate, they played six prelims in a row. They, they were everyone wanted to watch them. that. Is that is a fucking Trump statement? That is like an absolute falsehood. Like, the, the team that started Friday Night Football then all of a sudden got yep. really popular and, like, had these yeah, great players popular. that running around were doing really well. They went, no, 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 you know, if you put us on Friday Night Football <laughs> at the MCG, we're going to sue. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 oh. no. Sunday afternoon, Waverley mm. or Western Oval, that's all we want. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? It's too much for us to take on. It's too much responsibility, you know. We've got to have the banner's got to be bigger so you can read it further. Oh, we've got to have like seventy-five thousand people watching us at the game. I mean, come on, yeah. mate. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Uh, we will sue your ass, AFL. Come on, Wayne Jackson. What the fuck are you doing? Get your yeah, ship right. They would have written him a letter, and he said, first, I've got to get to this fucking <laughs> Michael Chamberlain." Have you heard of that bloke? He wrote me a letter, letter fucking <laughs> few years ago. You threatened to sue the AFL. <laughs> That is such a rewriting of history. That's amazing. But then no one pulls him up on it. Uh, well, that's a good question. I'm, sh- I'm sure Essendon. I don't think Essendon would have gone, hey, 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 hey. We've got one of the biggest supporter bases in Melbourne. We think we actually are, are the all... most popular team in the country at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And they are all often busy on a Friday night. So if you fucking put the games there and we only get, you know, 90,000. We'll be fucking ropeable. I tell you what, AFL, I'd, mm. I'd, I'd fucking dare you to do that. If you yeah. if you give us Collingwood mm. on Anzac Day, I tell you what, we're, we're going to court. Oh, we're going to court. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> I don't know where he made that comment. Oh, Fox Footy. There we go. Yeah. They should have a dump button for him, like on radio. So it's <laughs> just like the seven-second delay. So it's just like, yeah, it's no, you've just completely made that up. Dump. Yeah. 
not true. Oh, dude. Anyway, we wish him luck uh, in his future endeavours as a, um, a, you know, just a fan, paying a membership. Mate, he, said, he says kaput again later in the thing, so it fucking, it, it means it's in trouble. If he said kaput twice, double kaput. On the top of, um, on the topic of, um, oh, well, actually, that's, that actually fits in with the German word as well, because you, you, you lose it twice. So. Yep. <laughs> Footballers in real life, Adam? Hit me. From Larry. Uh, big week of spotting footballers in real life for me. Number one, oh, tantalising, got more than one. Joe Watson like at an auction in Albert Park in Melbourne. Oh, someone is doing very well. Wearing a denim jacket and jean chinos. Oh, somebody is doing even better. Yeah, green chinos, though. That's whew, that's a big call, Joby. Big choice, yeah. And I'm wondering about the colour of the denim jacket. Like, how do you, because, you know, blue and green should never be seen. So I'm just wondering if he went with something a bit different. Yeah, well, perhaps it's a faded denim, so he might be able to get away with it. But fuck, he's he's putting himself out there. He wants to be noticed. By the this way, this is this is the fashion equivalent of putting your head over the ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joby watched the auction while occasionally checking his phone. Uh, no bidding. He oh. got approached by a sixty-odd-year-old couple after the auction, who proceeded to talk his ear off. He no, was do polite, but clearly wanted to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I figured that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. And they'd probably do a bit of stuff like, oh, you won't remember this, but we met you in round 13, yeah. 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, the house went for $435,000 over the reserve. Sheesh. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I like this line. You need to be Chambers' parents are doing very well for yourself <laughs> to be buying into this market. Yeah, it was probably your parents who blew the price out. And maybe they were talking Job's ear off afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, out on a Wednesday night for a Palmer at the Park Hotel in Abbotsford in Melbourne. I saw Lockie Keefe with five other players. I think Taylor Adams of Collingwood was one of them, but I don't know the names of the other players. I'm pretty sure they're a mix of Collingwood's and Giants players. Ooh. Yeah, I was going to say, because Lockie Keefe, former Collingwood player who got uh, done for drugs, sat out for two years and then went to GWS. Oh, mate, we could have had another Ramsgate on our hand right here. Oh, that would have been great. Uh, if you're listening, boys, don't be offended. I don't know your names. Um, I Sorry, I thought they did dig at us for a second. <laughs> no. Um, I make it a point to not care about anything Collingwood unless it's negative drama. Hence why I recognise <laughs> oh, nosy is Keith, okay? Nose beers. Nose beers, sorry. And as for the Giants guys, well, you play for the Giants. Uh, oh, fucking Larry's going the, he's going the fucking drive Even box. your parents are suspicious of you. If you're actually in the AFL. <laughs> no real details other than Keith does not look close to his listed 204 centimetres. And overheard that medium rare is the only way to eat steak. Yeah, that's a good call. It's a good call. Keefe knows his steaks. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm like, I'm not a uh, knowledgeable in that world, but I would just order medium because my dad would order medium. And then uh, my brother-in-law like would tut-tut when I ordered medium. And so I go medium rare no. from now on. I go rare. I'm a rare man. Oh, yeah? I'm blue. I'm a blue guy. Blue, yeah. Just just walks through the kitchen yeah, yeah. Near, the, near, the, near the gas. Um, from Lockie. Uh, footballers in real life. I was at Mario's Italian restaurant last night to celebrate Q Clash Eve with my girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, it's a good, it's a fucking big night that Q Clash Eve. Like people get excited when it's coming up on the calendar. Are you thinking maybe it's actually getting bigger than the grand final now? Like... It probably has surpassed it, hasn't yeah. it? I'm surprised they put it on the same weekend as Magic Round. Like, it just, you know, you, Brisbane are trying to get the limelight by having every rugby league game in town, but then you're dwarfed 
yeah, Q clash. That's the thing. I'm beginning to think maybe like a bit like last year's AFL grand up grand final, like people will start bidding for the Q clash to come to you know yeah. Sydney, Tasmania, you know oh, Darwin, you know. Can you imagine the Q clash at Blunston? Fuck it, oh, go off! I tell you what, It'd be bigger than Dark Mofo. <laughs> I mean, the thing I worry about because mm. Brisbane's talking about um, bidding for the Olympics, and yeah. I think it's what twenty thirty two. And I yeah, just worry, like, when they're going to have it mm. during the, you know, season. Because, I mean, if you have a, cl- a Q clash during the Olympics, like, the Olympics won't get any coverage at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, all the all the Olympians, there'll be no field events that day because they'll all be at the Q Yeah, clash. they'd be like, oh, no, I, I'm sorry, I took steroids last night, so I can't compete. <laughs> and then you go, wait, <laughs> yeah. you're at the Q clash. Yeah, exactly. I know where you were. <laughs> when I built up the courage to have a look, uh, sipping my Peroni, when I noticed a large man in my peripheral vision, uh, when I built up the courage to have a look, it was none other than Ben King. Yeah, superstar. Carb loading with a simple spaghetti bolognese. I was pleased to see he was on the waters before a big game, despite his girlfriend enjoying wine. Go Suns. First one of these I felt comfortable sharing after a long run of bumping into Suns in the early hours of the morning in surface. That's awesome. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. Well, Lucky, you can send those to the you can send those ones to us anytime you like. Absolutely, mate. and we don't name names. We do not know name. No. And and I mean, I, and I, you know, and we'll if you if you do that, um, we'll shout you a kebab at the um, the kebab shop where you know the fight happened. Yeah, outside um, Hollywood, Hollywood Showgirls. Yeah, we're gonna hit the road. We are Junktime Over Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. Blues versus Hawks this week. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Go, Hawks. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.